Hi everyone and welcome to Bad Work Stories Made Good. My name is Karina Rubik and together with my co-host Emma Matthews, we'll be doing exactly that. In each episode, we're going to take a bad work story from our client work, the media, or even your own bad work story and get some good out of it. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hi Emma, what's our bad work story this week? Well, Karina, a friend has signed up for a project, and but he hasn't heard anything back and keeps asking for information. There seems to be silence on the line. Maybe his, yeah. uh, you know, his leader's ghosting him, and you know the mind chatter is starting to tell him a whole raft of imaginative stories um, of what could really be going on behind the scenes. Oh dear, mm. we know that's a deep dark hole that we could all go <laughs> to, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. I mean, I'm laughing, but. That's a really unkind situation to be involved with, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my version of, of that for this week is um, a client where a leader has gone silent and solo in decision-making, mm, another form mm. of ghosting, if you like, and yeah. or sometimes, as I like to say, the abyss of lack of communication. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And of course, the, the bad work story around this is how, a, you know, the lack of trust and um, transparency, um, you know, sets up for a ripple and, um, and that's mm. not good. Mm. Totally. And I mean, you know, we know that situations change and challenges can arise, but it's how we work with them that counts. And yet we still see and hear of leaders. You assume it's their sole responsibility to make all the decisions in these moments. And, you know, is it their lack of awareness or just their egos? I don't know. <laughs> how, how, do we make, how do we make the story good, Karina? <laughs> do you really want me to answer that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, let's go down that rabbit hole of, of ego, shall we? Okay, I'll, I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll take yeah, yeah. the high ground. I'll take the high ground. Okay. Yes, please. So how do we make this good? Well, immediately a couple of things spring to mind. Um, which is around trust, honesty, and transparency. Mm. And then the next one would be together. And, mm, you know, nice. I'm sure many of us have seen these values on office walls and on their websites. And, of course, you know, we'll have your version of these, you know, these words you might not have together or you might have team, you might have family, you know, um, you know how, how these things show up in our personal life and, um yeah, and I think, you know, it's it's for, for leaders, it's, you know, what's going on that you can't be honest with with people, mm. you know, and the transparency that you can bring to situations. And even if it's, you know, I can hear people saying, oh, but in leadership, you know, there's loads, you know, there's sometimes, you know, situations where you can't be completely honest, yeah, you know, confidentiality issues, leadership, you know, like legal, legal, legal yeah. there, I'm trying to spit that word out, <laughs> um, yeah. legal issues. Yeah. And of course, you know, sometimes that's the case, but it's not always the case, right? Mm. And in your guy's situation, who knows? I mean, it could be something that, you know, it's lack of attention or it could mm. be just they don't know. It's like yep. most of the time it's just this frigging ego thing of, Shit, I don't know. I've got to solve this myself. How do I do that? But if yeah. you're actually honest with people, you yeah, know, and just say, "Hey, I don't, I don't know right the answer to that." Yep, taking um, time. People respect that. Yeah, Absolutely. people respect that. I can remember working with um, a leader in Egypt of all places, and the CEO came in and just said, 
my God, I just told a group of leaders that I don't know the answer. (laughs) And I can't begin to tell you how liberating that was, right? And it was just like, that that was just like a, a, you know, defining moment for him. Um, Totally. Yeah, but back on this situation, the, yeah, so, you know, actually asking yourself like, you know, that's the old thing, isn't it? You know, um, you know, two heads are better than one. But in this case, I would say, you know, let's bring the whole person intelligence in, mm. right? You know, how do we solve this together? And, you know, you need to really believe that together is something um, that has value, right? I, I know, you know, leaders who speak that but actually don't believe it. They still think they are the, you know, the the one direct line to the correct dance. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And that, you know, the people who are really impacted by decisions, you know, shouldn't have a voice. And I think that's bullshit, you know. Totally, like, totally. Yeah. You know, like trust, trust that the group intelligence can actually lead you in that direction. And by that, I also mean your heart intelligence, your gut. How often, you know, like you've heard something and you go, you know, I heard something today and I thought, fuck, excuse me, I'm swearing too much. Um, <laughs> that really makes me sick. I feel sick when I read that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just like a lost opportunity and, you know, just the wastage of that opportunity to get creative about solving things. Yeah. And even, you know, to take a, a you know, a maybe potentially a more extreme view would be even my dog Rocky, who's, mm-hmm. who's lying at my feet, could give me some form of answer, right? Absolutely. You know, he'd run around, he could do something, he'd point me in a direction of something. Give you some inspiration, so, right? Something. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm rambling on. Total magic. Total magic. And, you know, if your default is to go silent and solo, then, you know, take this moment to wake up and see, you know, the waste of energy that's going on around you. Get some support um, to, to stop it. Um, and definitely what Karina is saying, tune into your whole being, which, you know, will bring so much more awareness, um, as I say, you know, some incredible ideas, uh, the creativity will flow, add your care, remembering mm-hmm. that, you know, you're not alone, you've got others around you, and they mm-hmm. care for you too. So, mm-hmm. you know, this expands beyond that. And, and you know, this is, is something that you can practice and learn um, and just as that leader that Karina was talking about earlier, you know, gosh, the, the, the actual release that can come from knowing you're not on your own mm, <laughs> when you have to mm. do this. So don't, so don't, you don't have to go there on your own. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And so Emma, what happened to the guy and the ghosting that well, you yeah. just talked about? That's right. Well, he decided to stand in his values of care for the project and his leader. And, you know, it took some coaching and courage, but, you know, he was able to speak his needs. So he has actually given his leader feedback that, um, and, you know, they need to realign on communication expectations moving forward. Um, so, yeah, it's it's worked out pretty well. Hmm. well. Good. Well, awesome. Well, here we have two two simple approaches that can stop bad work stories multiplying let's get in there before it begins absolutely (laughs) absolutely perfect cool see you next time thanks for listening to bad work stories made good with emma and karina we hope you enjoyed this episode and that the perspectives we had shared stimulate your thinking and are a catalyst for your own reflections and actions if you have a bad work story you would like to share get in touch at help at badworkstoriesmakegood.com and if you enjoyed or have some feedback please leave a review we appreciate it 
Till next time, may all your bad work stories be made good.